Vagina abs to stick. That sounds so awful. Daddy, what's that? Cyborg, I want to no. point out that you can't say the word wolf. You said night wolf before, and it's pissed me off ever since. No beta code. I'm surprised. Not bowing down to the con. That's a paddling. <laughs> hey, Cyrax boy, guess what? Who Personal... the fuck doesn't like Yoshi? <laughs> I don't like Yoshi. <laughs> what the fuck? How do we feel about Tremor? Because I gotta say this. I want to see him come. Yes, but it's because I'm actually paying in a bucket at the bottom of my seat. So mm. like, ah. Nitara's design. You know, you're saying Nitara again. Oh shit! Thank Just you. let's <laughs> go. <laughs> I'm on so many drugs at the moment. Great. Glad to hear it. All right. Well, <laughs> I'm done being serious. We can talk about the taste of cock again. If that's what you guys want to. <laughs> Wait. What? This is my fucking ass hanging out. What, bitch? We're not recording right now. We're not recording, of course not. Wondering. Nobody's gonna listen to this. I hear from, like the sound of like bolts being loaded into a chamber and like shots being fired. Is it like an air gun? I don't. I'm hearing like Russian roulette, like right up next to the light. What's going on? Yep. Definitely taking shots with a rifle. Ooh, welcome back to the Nethercast. I am Cyborg, and I am joined as always by. Temporary username, Razor's Edge, and Shadaloo Soldier. Full names this time, guys. Have you ever said Shad's? Like, it's usually just Shadaloo. Only when I'm <laughs> angry at him. <laughs> I, my, my finger is over the two unlimited get ready for this YouTube video. Oh, jeez. The more you insult me, the louder this is going to get. All right, easy now. Let's just. There is no pause. Step back from that ledge, my friend. You can <laughs> cut ties of all the lies that you've been living in, and you would under. <laughs> uh, I thought we were going to record space? a podcast. Is that Space Jam? What is happening? Come on, okay, it's I'm done now. <laughs> Welcome to the I'm jam. Done. All right, here we go. So today we have episode 83, I believe. It's hard to keep count. But for those that are new to the podcast, because this We've, should, uh, as far as I'm aware, is going up on Test Your Might. So if you are a new listener, uh, thanks for tuning in. What we are about is we are a Mortal Kombat-focused as well as Injustice-focused podcast. Uh, we are all fans of the series. We've been fans for over 25 years each, I think. I mean, I started really young when I was three years old, and the rest of you are a little bit older than me. So yeah, we're all lifelong fans. We've been going to the forums for many, many years, and we're we, all part of Test Your Might. So uh, yeah, good times. We were uh, we were drinking Comet as a smoothie form in smoothie form before all of you whippersnappers began to think that chugging Tide Pods was cool. Yeah, surprised it took this yeah. long. Yeah, as Snake Eyes points out in the chat, we together have a century of MK fandom. That's right. <laughs> it's kind of crazy when you think it's about that. Crazy, frightening, a little depressing, a little sexy. You'd be the judge. Yes. I mean, it, it is worth mentioning we technically all have TYM accounts. Mostly our uh, message board uh, rap sheet <laughs> is uh, Mortal Kombat Online, although we all stopped using that place several years ago. Like for everyone good, else I, in the world, for yeah. good reason. I, for good reason. <laughs> I joined. I joined Testermite uh, a little bit after the MK9 DLC started coming out, and I posted a few times here and there. But 
my interest in using message boards just kind of went down the tubes. I'm there, so if we're going to be all nice and affiliated, then I'll try to hop on there every now and then. Yeah, I mean, well, I will do my best. It's a great site. I just... It is. I don't post there, like, more than I think twice ever, just because it's, like, awkward to introduce yourself to a group of new people, you know? Well, you're doing it right I now, so really shut know. the fuck up! <laughs> God damn it! Also, I mean, my name just on started this. My name on Testermite is... they're introducing themselves to me because that I've been not... here for 80-some episodes. Dude, that is not <laughs> how this... My... Be oh. sure to like and subscribe! Alright, we're muting them. <laughs> all right okay. razor and shatter now muted temp we're gonna talk this out so if you want to go to test your might they have plenty of good information on each of the characters you can go ahead and explain in terms of yeah, the, no, the competitive got, uh, edge you know yeah they got threads for every character so uh, it's a pretty good resource just kind of finding out who you want to use is kind of what kind of fan submitted threads are uh, available um, I pretty much learned everything I know about my MK9, Injustice 1, and my MKX characters from Industrial Might. So. And I still lurk there. I don't post anywhere anymore, but I still lurk a lot. I'm the same. I'm the same. I don't, I don't really post anywhere. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, we're plugging the site because, you know, we like the site. Out of all the actual MK forum boards that are still remaining, I think Test Your Might is kind of the most active and the most useful in the sense of what it offers. We're going to try and bring Razor and Shad back onto the show now. I'm going to unmute one of them at a time, and we are going to try and acclimate them to the new climate here. So we'll start with Shad, because I feel like he's a little bit more reasonable. Shad, do you have anything to say? (laughs) That's amazing. That's absolutely amazing. No one's ever said that to me before. All right, you're out. We're going back to Razor here. Razor, I you're gonna try and pick my up. Gun in my badge. Nope, nope. <laughs> we're gonna, we're just gonna, yeah, no. Nope. Let's, uh, let's bring them both on here. All right, you two play nice. All right. No, I n- actually really like Test Your Might because it is in this day and age, in this climate, the only MK site remaining with a claim to legitimacy and actual presence. There it is. Who doesn't love presence? It's the truth. Who doesn't love presence? All right. Well, anyways, we've spent long enough. Thank you for, uh, you know, our ongoing partnership with Test Your Mic. Go check it out. Also, check out the Discord. You know, if you haven't heard of the Discord, we actually have we actually have a Facebook, and I've been putting it up on the, the YouTube description. So check out the Discord, because that's where you can actually listen to us live. We usually record on Thursday nights around 8.30 Central Standard Time. Um, so you can listen live as we have some listeners listening live. Well, that's a mouthful right now. And then you can leave questions. We bring people on the show towards the end of the show. And this episode actually is going to be about answering listener questions. So we want to do a bit of a Q&A so that way we can kind of talk about what you guys want us to talk about. So we are a podcast by the fans for the fans. I'm sure we're the only one ever to use that slogan ever. So with that said, we will move right along and get to the heart of the conversation, and let's get to the questions. So we got quite a plethora here. Quite a plethora. That is a word that people use. It's a word that exists, yeah. Yeah, okay, (laughs) I said that already. Check the Discord, not the dick sword. Don't check that out. That's a bad idea. I don't think anyone's going to make that mistake. That's not a mistake. I said people to check that out, and they never came back. I'm not fucking around. Are you done? Are you done? Yes. Are we going to take off? 
our diaper and put our big boy's clothes on. Huh? <laughs> you know who you're talking to? You know who I you're talking own, to? You're talking to six, six in the world in Mario Golf. All right? I am not somebody to mess with. Let's get to the actual content that people want to hear. They want. They don't want to hear about your dick sword. Let's move on. Can I, I see, like, a, an actual statistic about the, this Mario Golf thing? Because you keep bringing it up. I have pictures. All right, I have proof. Let's just take two. We're going to snap <laughs> it right here. This is high school yearbook. We're going to take two right now. <laughs> this is where we get back on track. Snake okay, Eyes. Okay, okay. Snake Eyes, also known as Smoke NC, has asked, Costumes and finishers were added to the crypt. What else do you guys want to see in there? I know we talked about this a little bit before on the last episode, but I wanted to address this in greater detail so razor you're the big crypt guy what do you got yeah i just i want what's in the deadly alliance crypt i want like pictures that have lore to them like uh the the one that always comes to mind first is the there there was a picture of like sub-zero holding his um cryo sword his cory blade and it had like you you'd click the button to read like the description and it would tell you some stuff about how he makes it and how frost isn't strong enough so she can only make daggers blah 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 and it's like i want more of that i want more of the uh the funny parody pictures like uh shang sung's in soul inserts for shoes Kane knows. and like um quan chi playing the sax and goro playing the drums i want i want that stuff i want Interesting filler. Creative I stuff. Got, I never got yeah. why it was Quan Chi was playing the sax. Every other one I get. They're he's puns. A jazz man. They're, they're, they're hilarious. Because they're he's, <laughs> <laughs> he's, oh, he's a soul man. He's a soul man. He's not. That's Shang. But they already did a soul well, joke. He, he also is kind of, because a necromancer takes the souls of the dead and whatnot. It's... <sighs> It's there been, used to be more delineation between what he does and what Shang does, it's true, but over time, they've sort of blended together. I mean, he looks like a tennis ball. That's an easy joke right there. <laughs> so what it sounds like here, to sum it up, is we want more creative content in the crypt, not just, you know, here's this person's render, here's that person's render, so on and so forth. Give I us mean, more creativity. Give us behind-the-scenes stuff. You know, like like Deadly Alliance had a ton of stuff, whereas yeah. MKX was, you know, not not as not as much of that. Creative I mean, the MKX stuff. crypt was. I liked it. It wasn't Deadly Alliance. That will always be where the bar is set. But the MKX crypt was at least on par with like Deception and Armageddon. Really, Nine had the worst crypt, and all the others are pretty good. Because at least, like, you get the concept art, and then you get, like, text describing the concept art. That's what the bare minimum should always be. Nine didn't even have the fucking concept art because they saved it all for their art book. All right, calm down a little bit there, champ. <laughs> to be fair, it's a really good art book that I enjoy flipping through. I mean, it's that an all right art result. book, but yes, the art good. book didn't really have text the way a crypt does you know like i want to know why the person designed the costume not just the cost a picture of the costume cooking with scorpion all right let's that move would be on. great too i digress all right thank you snake guys for putting in the question so we're you gonna move what? on here wait hang on absolutely what not about, what about mine and temp's opinions cough cough what about them yeah, yeah I'm not <laughs> i think, fighters, I think that there are things we have no, I mean, I'd like to see more along the lines of that, yes, but 
You know what they've never ever freaking done, and I'd really like to see it happen. Alternate versions of like songs and orchestrations, and you know, they they, they don't just build this stuff up from scratch. I mean, they kind of do, but you know, there's always missteps along the way, or alternate paths and scenarios. You know, show me some song demos. I'd like to hear some of that stuff. I know that MK doesn't have the biggest fan base when it comes to its music, but you know, there are some of us out there who really enjoy what Dan the Man and his ilk do. I so, I want to say I want to say the Deception Crypt did have a track or two that was not actually used. Yeah, they're out there, but I mean, they should. It's it's been a while since then, man. Deception was. Jesus, like eleven years now? Christ. Yeah, we're getting old. We are. So yeah. Show me some more songs. I like your music. Tim, what do you got? Better navigation. I, I hated the feel of the MKX crypt. It was so cumbersome trying to move around. I know they did that for the jump scares, and I actually would not mind seeing more jump scares, but um I don't, don't, see don't encourage Polo. that. Don't do that. <laughs> I think it's funny. Have I don't I, I, look, button, I can't maybe? have it. It's like not up to me how I react to them. I just can't have that in my script. life. I would say I'm like, not in a the crypt. Scare guy. I'm not I don't go to horror movie. movies. I go to Jason Voorhees movies because stuff yeah. doesn't pop out at you. You're just watching a big guy like throw people against a tree. That's true. There are trees. <laughs> maybe maybe approach it Silent Hill Japanese horror style. Have things uncomfortably twitching in the distance behind branches or fog and just give you a general sense of malaise, but never throw shit at you. How would you like yeah, that? Yeah, like a, a creepy atmosphere is fine. I just, you know what? You can have jump scares. Just put an on-off switch. Yeah, not I agree in. with that. I think that, I don't know. I don't know. I think that's, that's tricky. on or off. It's, I just feel like, Almost People feels like censoring be to me. forced to be exposed <laughs> to that kind of experience. There should be. It's like how people make fun of the concept of the trigger warning, but there are people who actually do need that in their life. I feel the same way about jump scares. You shouldn't be forced to be exposed to an emotional experience that you don't want. I don't want to be frightened. <laughs> I mean, it's absolutely fair. I, I, I guess. I, I, really I guess. Desire right, as much as you desire just... not to be there for sure. But um, my biggest thing would be, I would like to see gameplay notes from Paulo, not just for MK11, but for MKX, for MK9. I'd love to know why Sub Zero has a fucking back two that's like a gorilla slam. I, I'd like to know just what they were thinking with Kenshi zoning MK9. I'd like to see a lot of stuff like that, honestly. Um, or just have Paulo talk shit to the community. Like he can like list usernames. I don't care. Like that's the. You know, there funny. are Valve games have commentary tracks for the development. That would be interesting. That would be sick, and I, no one really knows what Paulo's thinking. Sometimes I agree with about eighty-five percent of his decisions, but there's that fifteen percent. I'm like, well, what was going on here? What was the philosophy behind this? So that's what I'd like to see in the crypt. Snake Eyes continues to ask. Alt poses and well, alt win poses and whatnot. Um, maybe I don't that that could be good, but that could also be bad. I would like that. I would absolutely be hundred percent with that because we mentioned this. I don't know if it was like last podcast while we were on the or off the air, but like there are so many iconic poses. There are at least ones that I think uh, should be maintained the way that we just know Ryu for having one fist in the air or Akuma for turning his back and having glowing ass cancer flashing at the screen, and you know. 
when I, if I think Reptile Wind Pose, I think of that weird hand perch thing he does from Ultimate MK3. And when I think of Scorpion Wind Pose, I think of him just with his hands what on his hips. What do they associate with rain now? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They did bring that back in 9, didn't they? Yeah. And he, he like, summons a cloud and it rains when he does it. It looked good, actually. I really like that Wind Pose. I, kinda, I, I, I still associate it with Reptile. I guess it makes more sense for rain to literally be making it rain, but... I don't know. I suppose yeah, I like the reptile because it looked I mysterious. Like when reptile did that pose, I'm like, what is he doing with his hands? Why? Why is he doing that? What is that? But when rain does that, and then rain happens, maybe they wanted him to be dripping acid, but they never got past the concept stage. Maybe that would have been cool. Because, like, because the other the other weird ninja wind pose, the scorpion one, where he just sort of cups his hands above his head. At least that looks like he's summoning fire. Or the Shira Ryu if you're on the N64 version. Well, I mean, Ultimate yeah, MP3. Yeah, yeah, calling, calling forth the horde of scorpions to... <laughs> I didn't process that. Did any of us process that Like when we were that age? Because I was like, first I was like, why are there like 20 of him? That makes you no know, sense. I thought he was making clones of himself. And then like, as an adult, it finally hit me. Oh, yeah. it's supposed to be his it's clan. clan. <laughs> well, because they're all dead. So yeah. I guess, I guess he's in hell. They're dead. Yeah. Okay. That is basically what the retro image imagery of the Lin Kuei and I and I guess by extension the Shirai was supposed to be. They like, all dressed. Need... They, they all dressed in yellow to mock the blue garbed Lin Kuei. And that's yeah, kind like, of a detail that's been forgotten over time. That the whole Shirai Ryu wears yellow. Like it does make sense. It's just like outside of Armageddon, where his clan actually do exist as specters. Him summoning them doesn't fit the lore, and I'm OCD about that. So <laughs> I think that he I think, well, that's, that's the thing. He brings them to hell, and then he summons them. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But I think we're getting off track a little bit. No, just but a it, little. It bit. just raises it just raises too many questions. questions. <laughs> <laughs> I'll if show I can be them. Val Kilmer for a moment. And that right. is a great segue. Yes. To our next question. I'll show you uh, it works. Mr. C95 <laughs> says, not a question, but rather a comment. A personal pet peeve I had with X was the lack of damn arenas. It should have had at least 15 to 20 arenas at launch. Thoughts? That's... I, I would like more arenas too, but... That's a lot to ask. This is a, a weird thing with NRS where, like, if you look at Injustice 2, it doesn't have all that many arenas either. It's sort of like they've gotten to a point where they've stopped making backgrounds for flavor, and now they only make the one story mode needs. That's exactly what's happening. And I don't disagree with the desire to have 1520 arenas, because I still live in a place in the back of my mind that where it's 1995, and every character a la Street Fighter has their own background in theme music. I wish that were still the case, but it stopped well, being the case around '99. Did this that like they did, and, and, and three, I guess. I and I, I applaud just how 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 deep balls in they went. It's wonderful, but exception. It's not the norm, and I've kind of come around on that. On, and I, honestly, I have, I have to give that to Street Fighter. A lot of things is if there's something Killer Instinct is doing that your game isn't doing, do it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But to be fair to MK, it, there there never really was a char straight character to background rule. There were there were instances that's, of associations, but true. never one to one. 
But some traditions shouldn't Should be, be traditions. <laughs> no. Like I said, I don't disagree with the sentiment. And Like, you give me a character and I will throw out a, back, a, a background name or place for them off the back of my tongue. I could probably find one thing. for each single person. If you give everybody their own stage, it's going to naturally lend itself to the story. Because mm -hmm. then you can see where everybody fucking lives. <laughs> Like you make you make a Shaolin temple for Liu Kang, of course you're going to visit the Shaolin temple at some point in the tale. Oh, what could be? What could? I wish. All right. Well, he goes on to say, speaking of DLC, do you think eventually NRS will realize that they're alienating a bunch of their audience? The answer is not enough to matter. Honestly, the DLC sells so well that the people they're bringing in vastly outnumber the people who don't like guest characters. Yours yep. truly. That's Hello, fellow tester, my fans. I am the guy that hates all the guests ever. It's fair. It's, I mean, <laughs> that, that. that is that is the reason, though. I mean, like it or not, which yes, we're we clearly have our opinion. I know as a podcast, and, and here's the we, thing. If you really look at it logistically, the sales they make on a Jason pay for a Tanya to exist. Yeah. Like, we need it. <laughs> don't make me throw it back into this wine glass. Please don't put it that way. I don't like this uncomfortable truth, and I want to live in my own fantasy world. I mean, I'm I'm sorry. <laughs> no. I also don't no. think... I mean, you're you're overselling it a bit when you say... Well, I mean, he's asking if that's what we think. I don't necessarily think that they're alienating a bunch of their audience. I don't think that's the case. I'm pretty sure diehard Mortal Kombat fans aren't saying, well, you gave me the roster and you gave me half the DLC characters from, you know, the actual Mortal Kombat realm, but you gave me half guest characters, so I'm out of here. I don't, I don't think... It's diehard MK fans. They, they got you I mean, already. You're you're there. It's not going. If it rubs you that much the wrong way, that you're just you're just out. You're going to completely be alienated from the franchise. I I just don't see that being the case. I, I yeah, really, the thing really is, don't. like as as long as they never put them in story, then it's not really in the way of anything. It's just a bonus on the side. It's fries with your Big Mac. It's. I mean, they don't even like, have to I, offer DLC I can't DLC ever be mad about guest there. characters, because if I went back in time and talked to Teenage Me, his favorite Soul Calibur character was Link. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, that, I mean, as, like, I was going to say before, as a podcast, I know we're pretty, you know, diverse in the sense that I know Shad's completely against him. I'm pretty sure Temp's mostly to completely against him. And then you and I, Razor, are about in the same boat in the sense that we're okay with a you know a few like a couple of them. We just don't want to see an abundance of them. We don't want to see I, a ton. I of have them. I have accepted two in a game. That's okay. Don't give me more than a handful. Okay, like I don't. I can't believe that I can actually recreate a scene from a superfluous, terrible series of horror movies, crossover horror movies, inside a third franchise. Why? Because people pay for. it. I feel like the key word here is DLC. They, I used to be gung-ho against Gus characters. In a way, I still am, but the thing is, like, it, it's almost like a blessing in disguise because when they use a character, I care about them, 
and make them a DLC character, they never get the treatment they deserve. They're, e they're either poorly balanced. Outside of gear, I don't think we have an alternate costume to date for any Netherrealm DLC characters. Um, I don't like how they're incorporated into the story sometimes. Not always, but sometimes. Uh, just, I mean, Starfire is probably the most depressing one of all because I love. she's probably my favorite character from a gameplay perspective in Injustice, and she's probably not coming back for Injustice 3 because she was DLC. I mean, we look at how they wrote her story. I don't think we're going to see her again. So, so I don't... The way I see it is I don't look at DLC as a second chance anymore. My character didn't make it into the game better luck in four years. I just... My attitude on DLC has changed so much that it's almost benign. I still don't like guest characters, but I, I would rather have a guest character than have them ruin Fujin or boot out Fujin for MK11. I'd rather have... It's a lesser of two evils for me. I, I'll break in and I'll just say to our to any new listeners, if any, that the reason I hate guest characters, specifically in MK, in Injustice, I don't give a shit. I really don't. But when it comes to MK, I am so involved in that world, in the, um, like, yes, immersion. I am immersed in a fighting game, and I am immersed in the world that is Outworld, and I don't want to see what, to me, equivalates to a fucking commercial for an outside property when I'm going up the arcade ladder. We were talking about on and off switches before for stuff like jump scares. This is the most selfish thing you hear me say. I try to be generous, but you give me an on and off switch for encountering deals for encountering guest characters. I'm on. There Fucking bring it on. on throw, throw whoever the fuck you want in, and I'm fine. Yeah. There in MK9, people wouldn't download the patch so they wouldn't have to fight Freddy and everyone was desyncing. It was fucking great. But um, <laughs> uh, I'll just real, real quickly say why I don't like guest characters more than anything else other than the fact that I don't like the, the use of resources. When you put a guest character in the select screen, it just looks like shit to me. Like when you put Gumby on a fucking select screen, the whole aesthetic has been ruined. It just, that's me. Uh, continue. I'm done. I think, I think. Gumby, it, I like that. I'm going to visually filter all the guest characters to Gumby from now on. Thank you, Tim. I, I feel like Injustice is an example of the guest characters aren't intrusive because it's, it's more comic book superheroes. Like Hellboy is essentially a superhero. The Ninja Turtles are essentially superheroes. And DC has so much of their, like, lore wrapped around the concept of a multiverse and alternate Earths. So it's just like, yeah, these characters could. And in fact, currently, Batman is crossing over all the time with the Ninja Turtles. So, like, I I'm okay with it. Like, it's just pick the right characters. Like, when MK9 came out, people kept talking about how well Kratos fit Mortal Kombat. Fuck no, you. Like, lore-wise, the Greek gods are not compatible at all with the Mortal Kombat lore. He also <laughs> looks too much like Quan Chi and it bothers me. Yeah, there's that. The only thing these things have in common is shirtlessness, baldness, and killing dudes with blades. That's a lot. That's it. <laughs> that's a lot. That's surface. It's surface shit. What's up, Cyborg? I, mean, I just got to jump maybe in maybe an argument to be made that God of War wouldn't exist without Shaolin monks. I was just going to like, say, I got to throw in an, uh, just a, a different opinion because you guys have yours and of varying degrees between you three. Somebody here has got to at least speak up to the the side that's further left or right or whatever the fuck it is. It doesn't matter. Uh, in that, I don't find them. If, if you throw Gumby on a select screen, I know that's like an extreme silly example. Yeah. 
If you threw Barney the Dinosaur or Gumby on the select screen, it changes nothing for me. I guess it really, it doesn't take away from the game whatsoever. It's, and I'm not saying that's like more right than what you're saying. It, there's no right or wrong in that sense. It's just my opinion and how I feel about the game is I, it just doesn't bother me. What bothers me is when you put several of them in the game to the point where it's like, okay, I wish, you know, there were so many characters that people were, that were really popular that didn't make the cut. That's when it starts to get disappointing for me. It's not, it's not a matter of you're ruining my MK experience because you're putting in the Terminator or whatever. And that therefore he does not fit in this world. So I reject him to me. It's all supposed to be fantasy. It's all fun matchup. It's all just there to, it's, it's just supposed to be fun. It's not there to be taken so seriously. When the creators don't take their game as seriously as you as a fan are, then it's, it's hard for me. I guess I should rephrase it. It's hard for me as a fan to want to take a game more seriously than the creators themselves. If the creators are having fun and they just want to throw things in there for fantasy matchups and to make money because it makes a lot of fans, like casual fans, happy for those characters. It brings new fans to the series. Therefore, their product grows. And, you know, the world keeps spinning around, gets a higher budget. We've gone all over this before in previous debates and all that. To me, it's just like, I'm not going to let that ruin my experience. Leatherface being in, in the last game, actually seeing his picture and his inclusion did not take away from my enjoyment of the game whatsoever just because he was included. No more than, you know, if Gumby or Barney the Dinosaur were included, would it take away my enjoyment? Like, that's just where I'm coming from. My disappointment is, you know, it sucks where if two... if it's kind of like Injustice 2. The, the the base roster was so good, the DLC could have been anybody and I would have been perfectly happy because the base roster I thought was so good and they listened to the fans so much with the roster choices. MKX, on the other hand, was on the opposite that I didn't care for the roster choices, so therefore so much more banked on the DLC and then they threw in you know half of them as guest characters, which, oh, dang, you know that sucks. I was really still, you know, this was my last hope for character A, B, or C. So I don't know. I just well, I just wanted to throw in another opinion, I guess, for well, you know any listeners it. that. That's fine, but go back to way. Clay Fighter. Go back to Clay Fighter Scrub. I wish we could go back to Clay no, Fighter. I'm they kidding, told I'm me sure. there was a new Clay Fighter, <laughs> and it didn't come out because Interplay went out of business. But I do want to say though that I, I'm not. I I I got I, I, I got to be honest. If they put Earthworm Jim in a game, I'd probably shut my fucking face and throw money at them. Oh, everyone's got that one. I have my limits, you know. I have I have my, I have my stupid limits. Gotta be honest. But, like, I, I'm not a lore guy anymore, so honestly, it doesn't bother me that much either. However, I was really burned by the fact that I bought an MK9 season pass and Freddy was the last character. That that drove me insane. Like, stuff... I wish there was more transparency about season pass. Season passes. But, yeah, I mean, emotionally, I'm actually not that far from you, Cyborg. Like, I, I, I've pretty much given up the battle a long time ago. I mean, it's just... It's one of those things that it's it's not something we're going to change. Yeah, I guess if you have millions of people revolt against it and it causes a huge wave a la Battlefront 2 or something like that, then you might change something. But it's not going to change because they sell extremely well. They are all the guest characters are always the highest selling out of all of them. It seems like there's a pattern there, and it brings more eyes onto the franchise. So it's like it's it, we're you're going to be fighting a losing battle if you let it bother you that much. 
is it's where I'm coming from. It's like for me. adaptability is just basically saying, you know what? I can't change it, so I might as well just you know appreciate it for what it is. If I can have a character that I even somewhat like from another franchise, whether they fit or not, at least enjoy it for what it is. You know, I didn't want Leatherface in the last game. I wanted Jason, but I didn't care to have Leatherface. I know that's like... You know, I'm picking the ones that I enjoy, just like you said, Earthworm Jim. You would you would appreciate. I know uh, Tempest said the character as as no, what what's his name? I mean, I'd still find <laughs> Earthworm Jim. I'd, I'd still that? find Earthworm Jim stupid, but I'm just saying I throw the money at him. Well, but there's yes. so many bigger problems out there too. Like there's but so best many I can I'm ma- concerned about. The best I can manage is not acceptance. Well, acceptance, I suppose, but. Acceptance with casual disdain and hatred. I'm never not going to shit on the concept, but I understand that it's there, and I understand it makes them money, and I'm not going to fault them for that. It's just, I mean, the guest characters aren't even the root of the problem. If they give you, if they if they appeal to the fans with the base roster itself, I mean, if the base roster itself is good enough, then then there wouldn't even be an issue, in my opinion. Because like I said, DLC is just extra. It's not even something they have to do. There's nothing saying they're required to give you extra characters to pick from later down the line for an additional charge. I really... just, that is not what you're paying for with the $60. So, I mean, that's completely optional up to you whether you even choose yeah. to get those characters. So at that point, it's like... Really, the only thing that I think is worth you know, dissecting is the initial roster because that's, that's the yeah. package you're paying for. You can't get around that. You can't, it's not, it's not like killer instinct where you can buy half the roster initial roster. If you want to, it's not, it doesn't roll. Well, out. It's, what, the other honestly. thing is that by the time killer instinct was done, they had released every character they've ever had plus a bunch of new ones. So you can't really like, they have such a small universe. You can't really compare to that. The thing is, NRS just needs to get better at knowing who their characters, like, which characters have fans and which, like, can you really tell me that there are more people who like Sonya and Kano than there are that like Smoke and Noob Saibot? I don't fucking believe you. (laughs) Just put put the ones that are popular in the base game and then you won't have to worry about the dlc well i agree that's that's what i said at the at the root cause of it is it's all about the starting roster that's the thing that we should be you know dissecting and demanding a better roster from the get-go the dlc is not where we should basically live or die on that to me is just that's up to them if they want to they need to make money on the things they release as dlc so if they don't want to take a chance on you know, Hotaru as DLC, I can understand that. They don't want to take that chance. They don't want to take that gamble that they're going to spend the time and resources only to lose. They want to maximize what they are getting in return for adding that additional character. And through the guest characters, clearly it's working. So, I mean, at the end of the day, there is that. I mean, my only real comment on what DLC should, quote-unquote, be used for is like... Because the big problem with DLC is, like, that character still isn't getting it. Like, Temp was right. That character isn't getting the full treatment of, of being in the game. Like, sure. they're not in the story mode. They're not getting an alternate costume. Unless you do, like, what they did with Tanya. 
The problem with X was they had three other characters they did what they did with Tony with, and those characters were not DLC. And a lot of people were pissed about that. And Ed's response was instead of changing, like figuring out, oh, we should make those guys DLC next time we do something like this, was to go, let's never have NPCs ever again. <laughs> what the fuck kind of logic is that? <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, let's move on here. So we can get to more questions here Silly before we got to wrap things up. So Mr. C continues on and he says, speaking of DLC, do you think eventually NRS will realize that they're, that's the same thing? We already, already covered that one. Yeah, I know. God damn it. All right. Smoke man ass. <laughs> Would you... Before you fucked everything up. Yeah. All right. Sorry. It's been 20 minutes since I originally read it. I forgot. We did take way too long on that question. Let's move on. Let's never Smoke talk man. about guests again. Never. Let's okay. spend an hour on every question and then do it again. We're great at that. Let's move on. Smoke man. Would you like the gear system to be implemented in MK11 in this way? Unlock and equip different animations instead of shitty costumes, i.e. wind poses, x-rays, throws, etc. So you're Nothing. unlocking basically aesthetic stuff rather than anything. No, see, no. When you start talking about throws and x-rays and you're talking about move properties, then you're talking about directly affecting the game. And that's as good as taking 38 hours to unlock the dick sticks in Injustice 2. So wind po things that are strictly aesthetic based like wind poses, sure fine, I don't care, but preferably not in the same gear system that Injustice 2 had, because I don't want to play Raffle for 38 hours a week because yeah, see, I don't have that kind problem. of fucking time because yeah, yeah. I'm gonna grow out with other shit 2. to do. After Injustice 2, my opinion is that Netherrealm cannot be trusted with any kind of create mode. <laughs> don't Jeez. give me any equipping anything. Just make a set thing like variations just do variations don't ever give me options again because you'll fuck it up <laughs> all right well that's uh you make the options random unlocks okay well that's a little extreme uh back a little bit. you get two costumes two in poses so i mean they tried it once they're good to their credit they're good about something that they do okay in one game, they're usually good about doing it better the next time around. They get better as they go. They've been on a pretty good repertoire, so does, or not repertoire, uh, whatever the fuck. I don't even care anymore. They've got a good record of basically making each game that they make better than the last, at least in terms of most of the aspects. So while I agree with you in the sense that I don't want, I don't want the gear system to come back, not, not in its current state at least and i'd prefer they just don't in general i do like some aspects of it i do like being able to change different parts of the attire at my will i just don't want it to be where you have hundreds of options per character that minorly change one little detail that you constantly have to open crates for and all of that stuff because that just takes it takes time that you could otherwise be spending in training mode or online or whatever you want to do so it's just resource management, which therefore bogs down the game. I think that's if the I, core problem here. So if, there are certain if, aspects you can take from the gear system and incorporate them into the MK or whatever, and it would still be perfectly fine. If I can hop onto any given Final Fantasy game and level everyone up to 99 and teach them all the magic, and this still takes less time, than it does to unlock everything in a fighting game, you fucked up. 
Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Well, the the key the key phrase there is unlock everything. You can't unlock everything in Injustice Two. They literally made a game that's impossible to one hundred percent. I'm sure you could if you just no, because you have first it. of all you have a limited inventory. Random drops are a problem, but you also have a limited inventory. I mean, it's impossible to hundred percent the game. And some that, shaders you can't that unlock. Only only defined yeah. only defined as being able to possess. You could you could come across everything. It's just I mean we all we've we've spent time in the past. I mean we have a previous episode detailing the entire issue with the gear system as is. So it's yeah. too fucking long. Okay. Yeah, no, I mean we don't I guess, need to I guess read. You can you can one hundred percent the ability to look but not touch. <laughs> <laughs> Even then, like they they did an experiment on Reddit. You can't unlock all the shaders. You you can't do it. Every character had exactly one shader left when they did this. So Jesus. Yeah, it's not. I mean, I, I don't need to say anything. I agree with Shadowloo and Razor and I, Cyborg. You seem to seem to say everything I agree with too. No one said anything I disagree with, so I'm good. I don't even need to say anything here. And if I you just... work at NRS after Razor's rant, you are a good sport. <laughs> you, <laughs> I was waiting for still Razor listening. to say, "How can you eat your meat if you don't have any pudding?" Or was it the reverse of that? He was <laughs> if screaming. If you don't eat that. any pudding, how can you have your meat? <laughs> All right. We'll, uh, we'll get there. We'll figure it Smoke out. Smokeman <laughs> wants Temp to give his opinion on Sonya because Temp sure. asked for somebody to ask him. <laughs> so go ahead. <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll make it quick. Uh, really, it's two reasons. They're both equally important. Uh, one is she's one of the old, she's one of the oldest MK characters, and she doesn't have really any interesting relationships with the rest of the cast. Uh, the closest thing is to Kano, and her and Kano's relationship hasn't really evolved since day one. Um, that's a big mark against Sonya. That really hurts her character. The other reason is she's just a bad mother and a bitch. I hate, whenever she's on screen, she's just Jesus. shitty. She treats people awfully. Like, I don't know. Like, what's her redeeming quality? What makes the character enjoyable on screen? Like, there's, there's she a is of a good actually, character. But... She is actually a bad person. Yes. You're right. <laughs> There's nothing They're, good about Sonya. Her design has not looked good in 20 years either. She's like one of the core hey, heroes. Whoa. Like, you go back to MK1 and it's like the big three. It's Lou, Johnny, and Sonya. And in all that time, she's a bad person. <laughs> <laughs> I don't... I think that's a bit much. The problem is they just never gave her anything to fucking do or really express the way that they did with Johnny and Kung Lao, and fucking, God forbid, even Liu Kang. We used to talk about Liu Kang being the milk toast of milk toast. Sonya has never had fucking shit to do. She Liu got that Kang. really interesting... She got that interesting angle about going to look for her dad, and they didn't do anything with it. I think if she found her dad, I don't know what she would have done other than been a bitch. Like, I don't know... Well, what no, the that's, that's the thing. If you, look, if you look at her ending, the, the trick to that was her dad was either a ghost or a hallucination... Either way, he's Ugh. dead, and she's crazy. <laughs> Just give her something to do. I like the character, but I like the character kind of in the same way that I like a lot of the Street Fighter characters. More for the sake of aesthetics than actual plot relevance, See, like I, I do with I most other MK like characters. Sonya's aesthetics. <laughs> I do. She hasn't looked good in a I, long I have, time, dude. I have from time to time. But... More recently, she has not appealed to me. What's her last okay. good costume? MKX? Uh, her oh, alternate in Deadly so. Alliance. 
No, that looks like shit too. I like. No, see, so you you don't like it. I liked that costume, and before that, I would have said MK3. I thought she looked yeah. good in X. Yeah, I thought she looked good. I I like the I Terminator. Thought, what the vibe. fuck was wrong with that? Jane in X. Like, I like the Sarah we, we Connor talked, look. But we talked a lot about how Nine was too over the top with the tits and the stripper costumes, and like every she looked like the the sexy cop Halloween outfit in Nine. I feel like they went too far the other direction in X, where nah, she just colorless. And she just looks boring. Like she has she has like this one alternate costume that's supposed to be like a remake of Nine, but with a shirt under the vest that's kind of good. But she doesn't wear that in story mode or anything. Like that's her num- That's her outfit three. I never saw a single thing wrong with either of Sonya's MKX costumes. I mean, she's she's, she's, she's wearing, wearing a jacket and a hat. My like, God! You mean she's dressing like a normal law enforcement she looks officer? Like in a fighting Holy game, you need shit. some stripes and stuff. She looks like, different. She looks jazz unique. it up a little bit. You know, I mean, you gotta have she, you gotta you gotta have some boring <laughs> characters. All right? She's. Do I you mean, she, you have to have boring characters? She's got that little Baraka up. Apologist, right now. All right, <laughs> she's got right, yellow bud. lining right. around her vest and her we sleeves. A, and we got a tough guy here. It's, All right, we got a little it's something. Uh, got a winkle. <laughs> All right, no. What See, the, the fuck are is... what the fuck are NRS supposed to think when they hear us going? She can't wear a fucking gym uniform. She can't be like stripper cop for Halloween. She can't no, wear I, normal clothing. What's she supposed to do? Fine, but make that her primary. Because it had, like, camo pants and, like, different colors, like, green, white, and black. Not just, like, her whole outfit is just dark blue I mean, in her primary. Like, one her color. Gundam, it wouldn't solve the problem. Like, I How still, we... when she's on screen, she's just miserable and not I a think fun the, character. I think the problem with the color scheme here is a problem with MKX and not the costume itself. We were talking last time around how the whole game feels washed out and just really, That's true. really dark. So I, well, I just pro- like the, I think the I, outfit is good. Sonya alone had that same problem in nine, though. Like cosplayers were doing her primary as though it was black when it was supposed to be dark green. Yeah, me and uh, she United got in an argument about that years ago. I thought it was black too. It's hard to tell, honestly, unless you own the game. Yeah, um, like just that's that's the other thing like why why is she wearing a lot of blue and johnny's wearing a lot of green now like part of mk costume design is that these characters have colors associated with them you can't change it all of a sudden (laughs) all right well let's move on from sonya thanks for the question smoke man yeah thank you i appreciate it it. i really do like i feel better now (laughs) <laughs> All right, Snake Eyes asks, what sort of pop culture thing would you guys want to see NRS use as the basis for their next character? We've had cyborgs, ninjas, soldiers, monks, demons of varying degrees, vampires, etc. Do we break ground with a werewolf or genie? I wish for you to beat their ass. You can't break ground with a werewolf because Killer Instinct did it. And Darkstalkers, too. The other thing is that Nightwolf is already kind of a werewolf. But, I mean, I think he's thinking break ground in the sense of the Mortal Kombat. 
Yeah, universe. like make make up a new What's creature, new? you know, or, what, yeah. or archetype. I get a it. Like a third of our characters are already monks, and some of them wear razor hats, so I they're want... not Shaolin monks, but they are. You know, I've talked yeah, about so... this along several episodes ago. I mean, we're talking like a year and a half, two years ago. I I went on kind of a rant of you know using D and D as an example in the sense that you know there are several archetypes that are still yet to be played up on i mean we don't really have like a legit samurai character do we we don't have uh i mean the, we have some we that have, dabble in it you know but that's not quite you yeah know? no i mean i'm talking so about like full get up give us the samurai yeah i guess hotaro yeah that's i, I suppose that's yeah fair. no hotaro yeah yeah okay uh, but other ones like alchemist give me somebody that is you know brewing potions and doing all these weird things and throwing kind of did that with human cyrax but half-assed yeah i don't know i i want like an actual alchemist i think that would be like really it, yeah, cool like yeah, a like, lot of beakers and stuff that do a lot of weird things that shape change and have all these weird what, crazy effects this is honestly what quan chi probably should have been to separate him from shang more well so so i have there's a particular archetype that i have a fondness for and have wanted to see an mk and it's like a rock and roll type character like uh i know in guilty gear or the main character of brutal legend somebody who sort of uses being a heavy metal cliche to do superpowers like you know like he could do he could do like the power slide and then like it's like Sub Zero sliding and knocks him over, but also like stage fireworks go off oh, around him. How are you bringing this? I was about to say, how are you doing this and not bringing up Lord Raptor? Thank you, Tim. Yeah, <laughs> the best fucking one. But here's the thing: you do well, this. Lord Raptor is also a stretchy zombie. <laughs> you do this though. You've got to put. I think you've got to put like the mystic Asian spin on it, or at least the. No, see, oh, I, I wanted spin. to be an it, actual it American like metal enthusiast like i want uh, him to be like a black dragon member or something like that i'm thinking of i don't know i'm thinking of, i'm thinking of like someone from me. from someone from outworld with like with like a metal loot or some weird shit that does not actually exist on earth i think that would work i feel like it'd have to be british too british or maybe like scandinavian the british oh god what's the british equivalent in outworld i need to see this <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, though, in the last game, right, they did, chaps? Except for the portal, have we? In <laughs> Mortal Kombat X, in Mortal Kombat X, they did do well at this, uh, in the sense of bringing in more archetypes that they hadn't done prior. You have your Aztec god, you have your Bug Lady. Like they, they were starting to bring in some fresh ideas. You have Ferator with the big guy with the little, it's, the girl it's with the mouth. It's just kind of a know? shame that none of the fresh ideas touched the good guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ferator from MK11, believe. So I yeah, believe. I mean, I, I'm all for getting some new archetypes in the game. Yes, absolutely. 100%. I would love that. So If it wasn't for KI, I would say do the Japanese ghost girl. Do it. KI just do so it. Well. Yeah, just do it. Mine, you just know? do it anyway. I've actually, <laughs> I've actually wanted for a really long time, going back to like the days before or around actually, Armageddon. I mm -hmm. have, I have an opinion on the Hisako thing. I think you can do a Japanese ghost girl if you make it Scorpion's wife. That's gonna. Huh, okay. I also, uh, let's get a cannibal in there. <laughs> I think we've got I a couple of those already. Seven yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>, three. <laughs> All right. My, so mine is uh, Blob. I've actually always wanted to kind of go back and character. take take the male chameleon who I hate everything about and just kind of like 
retroactively make him a, a flesh pits creation. It's still, so something like John Carpenter's thing gone horribly wrong. Like he turns into other people because he because he actually eats them. Yeah, some shit like that. So a mix of like the blob in the and then yeah the thing that'd be cool. something like that. Yeah. yeah. All right. Well, Forrest, Man, that... yeah. Go on. I was just gonna say Forest Demons Seven. My question. I think it's Forest Demon SZ7 because he was Sub Zero the Seventh on MKL. Oh shit! I didn't know that. Hello yeah, there. Okay. Um, he introduced right. himself in the general chat. Why don't, like, you, why don't yeah. you just read the names? All right. Why don't you just read the names? <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> he goes on. It's Forest Demons Seven. My question <laughs> for the show is: Pick one unpopular character that you want to see return. How would you design and interpret the character and fit him or her into the story? Now, that is a very deep question, so I want you to think long and hard about how you're going to say it very quickly. <laughs> Can we define <laughs> the translation? Two-sentence answer maximum. What'd you say, Are Tim? we talking about, like, the meats and the mocaps? Like, what? Like, because you could say, in theory, like, Nitara. Nitara is unpopular. You could say that. You know you're but saying Nitara again. You could. <laughs> I got it. Motherfucker. But, but, but what what do we define as unpopular here? Because I don't want to pick like fucking meat and razor picks like fucking like, I don't know, Hotara. Lime. That's bullshit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, Stop putting so, meat in a lower tier than anyone else. Meat's better than half the cast. <laughs> well, we'll pick your favorite then. What's unpopular though? I, I need to... That is, that is, that is, like, I would like, the, anyone who falls into, like, the 3D era characters NRS clearly isn't interested in touching. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I would, okay. it's probably only, like, 15 characters that fall into that. So, yeah, I would, I would go from that bunch. So, how would you, what character would you pick? How would you want to see them return? And how would you design and interpret the character and fit him or her into story? I'm assuming with the goal that, they become like basically they are done better. How would you take a crappy character or an unpopular character and do them in a way that you find most people would find interesting? That's tough. It's real tough. I got my answer. Go ahead. Well, I'm not going to say Shujinko because he already is interesting. I wouldn't change anything. So I'm going to say chameleon, male chameleon. Okay. Um, just take the Enigma route. Give him a really good design. His design is, is literally like glass, man. He's the invisible man. He's Chevy Chase, okay? You can do whatever you want visually. Just make him look cool and make him sort of like, I always said sort of make him like a mystery figure underneath the lore. In the story, make him show up. Make him like an agency, but don't really explain him. Keep the keep the enigma going. And that I don't would know. Be a lot how, of fun how, many, how many games can you have a guy who never gets explained? Yeah, was that... That was essentially going to be like what Twin Peaks was all about. I think that you can actually do this. The thing is, if you call them Shao Kahn's ultimate warrior, you then have to kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, um, I, I'm so I, sick I, of that. There's like eight people who meet that quota. Ugh. Well, no, the pro the problem for me is that Chameleon already has like these indicators of maybe he's this, and it always points to like maybe reptile isn't the only male of his species left alive, and I don't want it to be that. Well, I agree that making him a Zetarian is the worst possible thing you could do to male Chameleon. It is but, the but there's so much about him that's clearly borrowing from Zetarians, and it's like, well, then why? 
I wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. I specifically came up with a blob idea on. as a reaction against that. It's Zaterans? I always thought it was Zatarans. Like the rice. Like a Batarang? No, Zat no Zatarans. Like you know it's, the rice. There's no two it's there's no there's two, two R's, R's in there. It's there's, clearly Zatera. Like Terra Earth? That's okay. Oh. My bad my bad. My bad. That, that one's that one's say, on me. That one's say on Night me. Wolf. <laughs> say Night Wolf. Night Wolf. Okay, you've mastered that. Just, just yeah, I'm it. over it. I'm over it. He's been to the dojo. Yeah, I've I've uh I've been in the lab. Also, 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 like the word Zotera isn't from the games originally. It's from Conquest, the show. It was said out loud before it was in text. All right, that's enough <laughs> out of you. That's enough. Are out you of sure? You. It was in trilogy. Was that before Trilogy? It was not in Trilogy. That word is I, not in Trilogy. I am 100% sure it was in Trilogy. I thought I'm 100% sure story. it's not. All right. Well, you I guys can both... It's like Deadly Alliance. You're both 100% sure. All right. We get it. <laughs> now, does anybody else have a character? Because I feel like yes. this might be something that... Dairu. Go ahead. The answer is Dairu. Go For ahead. a long, long, long fucking time, I was always pissed off at the fact that Dairu just kind of got thrown in there with the rest of the rejects from the 3D era, because I'm like, you know what, I really like the idea of a bounty hunter who, like, is up for, pay was up for, like, higher for, like, the, the, the best price, and I'm like, finally! We have that guy in Aaron Black, and now everything I wanted for Dario is kind of gone. But, I mean, just in terms of visuals, I think I'd reorient him for, like, I don't know, be a counter character, give him, like, his original wide-brimmed hat that he had as, a, as concept art in MKDA. There was a really, really good idea there, like a wandering Ronin samurai type character for hire, and kind of, I guess Aaron Black kind of stole that thunder. But well, no, what what happened was he just he, he had concept. He had stupid moves. Is the problem? You don't give a man was, like a flaming triangle fireball kick, a tombstone pile driver, where he literally tombstone pile drives himself into the ground. All of his shit this, was just stupid in practice. But I liked his designs. Like the the original Dairu concept was that he he was like a dual-wielding ronin mercenary who Shang hired to guard his palace in Deadly Alliance. And what happened was, since they didn't finish him, they didn't put him in the game, Mobato ended up they, being the guy who guards the palace and fights Kenshi. They did, and, and like they the didn't cool finish thing him. About, the cool thing him. about potential Dairu, the cool thing about potential Dairu was, here's a guy with two swords, two katanas, who fights Kenshi. Like, that was it. That was it. Kenshi's a guy with a katana, so his arch nemesis has two katanas. Like, that was the cool thing. And then and then in, when they finally made Dairu for Deception, they're like, you know, let's just make Jet Li from Fearless and then give him the ugliest armor we've ever designed. <laughs> That's pretty much it. There was a good concept there that they had for MKDA. That's kind of what I want. Go back to when it actually worked. Why did you guys do this? So the armor was a conscious <laughs> choice. <laughs> I'd like to think so. Because no, if you, no, if not if you do something you do by accident, is that better or worse? <laughs> All right. Ugh. Will anybody else go? Any, anybody else want to go? I feel like this would be a um, good... I, like... have, I have an answer. I'm going to be fast with it because we're taking too long. My answer is just take Suhao and make him Bane. Just make him Bane. <laughs> you know yeah, that they will only serve oh to God. make him more ridiculous. 
What if he talks like this but doesn't even have any mouth apparatus? No, no, he still has to be Chinese, but just <laughs> vain. Like a guy who powers, like, gets bigger and his veins glow. And then, like, he's Jax's arch enemy. So he's Bane. <laughs> he's Bane. Just big Bane. <laughs> Chinese Bane. <laughs> it's not going to make Jax more interesting to know this. Look, Jax is already interesting enough for me. I just want him to have a bad guy. Who's not also Sonya's bad guy. <laughs> that should have been what Tremor was, but no. Anyway. All right, well, I thought about how to fix Sub-Zero, but I couldn't come up with anything. All right, Atomic <laughs> Ooh, hot take a clock! <laughs> Just kidding. All right, Atomic... I'm fighting words. <laughs> yeah, Kunoichi. Hopefully I'm saying that right. Kunoichi. Kunoichi. Kunoichi? Kunoichi? Atomic Kunoichi. All right, here is something. Female Kunoichi. ninja. The word means female ninja. <laughs> here is something. How excited would you guys be if we get a non-fighting Mortal Kombat? Like Shaolin Monks, but with a good story. I first read your question 45 minutes ago, and I've had an erection ever since. Oh my god, wow. <laughs> Does that answer your question? See a doctor. So, so I have two answers to this. The first one is that if Shaolin Monks had a good story, it would be my favorite MK game of all time, and there would be nothing that could top it. Yeah, pretty much. Because I like beat-em-ups way fucking more than I like fighting games, because... I like anything that's multiplayer where you're working together and not against the guy you're playing with. Like, I want to I want to be friends with my friends, you know? No, I'm going to beat you 10 to 1. Do you do you know, like, how long, match I don't seven. have that competitive instinct. Like, I don't like fighting games. You for don't? The fighting. I like fighting games usually for the lore and the art. You could say which you makes don't. Me a weirdo, you but could, you, you could, we have just lost all our test your might audience. You could I say know, you know. don't have the killer instinct. I don't. <laughs> <laughs> no, but for real, do you know how badly I have always wanted, like, a Katana, Molina, Jade, Origins, MK Outworld, like, co-op game like that? You've got such those, a wealth of characters. Be because, like, think of all the characters. Who has the most history? Well, needs here's a good guy who's 10,000 years old and spent the whole time killing people for the bad guy. There's something you could probably do with that. Oh, God, I'm so sad. Side quest. Find Reptile a mate. <laughs> no, but Three I, hours I of in-game time later. Well, he fucked it up. I, I said Three I had two more. answers. That was my first answer. My second answer is make an Armageddon MOBA. <laughs> MOBA? Because there's so many goddamn characters. It MOBA. would work. And MOBA. Yeah, like League of Legends or... Word Actually, I'd prefer it to be me. like Smite. I'd, I've never liked Isometric Camera. So, like, of all the MOBAs, Smite's the only one I'll play. I I want to take your idea for a MOBA and veto it, and then shoot it in the back of the head, and then bury <laughs> it in a shallow grave. I fucking hate MOBAs. Yeah, MOBAs are no fun. Do, all right, well, do let's, you uh... hate MOBAs because... <laughs> because of the people who play them? Or because of the gameplay? It's, what, it's, what specifically do you hate about the MOBA? It's the gameplay. I just... It does not scream Mortal Kombat to me. I need to be well, invested in the action when I'm doing this. That's the thing about the third-person camera that Smite has. It feels like an action game. <sighs> I want a Mortal Kombat first-person shooter. Uh, moving on, though... <laughs> Uh, I do, do want to say, <laughs> I do you know, I say, say this, but I'm like, if you offer me an MK text adventure, would I say no? I don't Flame know. 
Think emoji. So like Telltale's Mortal Kombat. <laughs> That'd be kind of cool, actually. All right. So what I want to say right now is because we we got about 20, 30 minutes left. So I want to say to the people that are listening live right now, if you want to come on the show, we're going to answer maybe one or two more questions. So in the meantime, we want to kind of queue up anybody that wants to come on and, you know, ask something or talk about something with us. So if you are interested in coming on the show, go ahead and give us the purple eggplant in the message to come on the show text chat. And we will go we in order. pretending anymore. We were just calling it the dick. <laughs> a little, little bit of kayfabe would be nice. But uh, we'll move on to the next question here while anybody uh, decides whether they want to come on. Next up, we got Kolbs who says, do you think tag team should come back in the next game. Yeah, I loved it in MK9, especially when you could do the tag ladder with a friend or by yourself. Yes. Since they are really into the competitive scene now, they could make tag team a part of it is well with teams. The answer is yes. <laughs> I agree Honestly. wholeheartedly. I want tag team where we can team up over online, though. None of that same console nonsense. If me and Temp or me and Razor or whatever want to be a team and go into matchmaking, that should be a thing. Do you know, actually, it would be really, really refreshing to just have an MK game with no plot, no real story to speak of, like do an X-Men versus Street Fighter thing where the focus is just fucking tag fighting. I wouldn't have any story mode feelings to bitch about. All my attention would be focused on the fact that, holy shit, I can play a new Mortal Kombat game. The answer is unequivocally yes. Yeah. I no, agree. see, I, I would like a story to a tag game because honestly, there's more teaming up in MK than there is fighting solo if you actually look at the story. Like Sub Zero and I, Smoke. I Luke have a Katana. This Katana is true. This Scorpion is true. and Sub Zero once in a while. Liu Kang and Kung Lao. Liu Kang and Raiden. Sonya and Jax. People are always fighting with a partner. This is true. And what frustrates me the most about nine is that you only ever fight against teams. You're never on one. This is true. <laughs> but mode. I don't think you specifically need a tag team mode to enforce the notion of, of having to hate teams in this story. It's a nice thought. I want it. I wouldn't say no. <laughs> I would not say no. Hey, I don't <laughs> think you understand. He wants it. He, he wants, wants the bad. team. He give wants him the bad. team. Yeah, give him the T. <laughs> I agree, though. <laughs> I want tag team back as an option. I just want to be able to tag team with somebody online. I don't want to. I. It's too limited when it has to be somebody on your console that you play with online. I. I feel like if if we can team up as a group, I mean that. Like I said in in MKX, that team battle or that faction battle or whatever, where you could like team the four of you face another four people and then you round robin style it. That to me had so much potential. If they could do that right and the matchmaking is all set up really well and people actually play it, that to me is a really fun experience. So tag teams a lot like that. I would love to see it come back. And people have asked for it several times, so hopefully they'll consider it. There really is no real reason to say no. It doesn't have to be competitively balanced. That's perfectly it's fine. It's hard for the developers. That's why they would say no. But oh, I mean, he... yeah. Me, me, me. We don't want a tag team mode. We don't want to make Mataro. Me, me, me. We're developers. Man, that is <laughs> that is uncanny. That is an uncanny impression. Temp, you were saying. It sounds, it sounds well, exactly I love you, NRS devs. I love you very much. Temp. Hire me. I, I give her the assist for sure. Like, it's a... Uh... 
Tag mode was not balanced, and I, as far as I know, they never patched it. Could be. It's balanced they... in that patch they're releasing, the uh, fan patch, right? That's what they're advertising. I believe so, yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I've heard of it. Is it called Trilogy or Tournament Edition? I've heard it called both, and it's really confusing. And the patch notes know. are different depending on which page you look at. So I I, I'm think, really confused I about that. So I'm Tournament Edition, but it could just be that's what I've seen. Because, <laughs> again, uh, it seems the like there are two. said Trilogy Edition, but... I would say rebranded as team mode, so you can play with a, you know, you can either play two characters or you can play with a friend online, but just, um, I don't need an assist. I don't need to smoke to throw a, a smoke ball for one bar of meter. That, that's not necessary. Agreed. Um, so, um, yeah, uh, I feel like it'd be really easy to implement. Um, I actually gave a much longer response to this on the Warrior Shrine. Uh, that should be uploaded next week. So we'll see about that. But yeah, um... I think it's better suited for uh, another MK versus DC, where they should go all out, then put in tag mechanics, then put in the assists, uh, put in like team supers and shit like that. Then I think that would be where to go all out. But for just MK11, just put a team mode. And if you don't have yeah. a person with you, then you can control both characters. You're good. I agree. I don't need the assists. I don't need anything like that. All I want is to be able to tag out and have you go, and then you tag me and I go. Or if I die, you're up. You know, that type that type of thing. It can be as simple as that. You don't have to put in all the bells and whistles. Just allow us to face two other people and see which two are better. That's that's it. It's something to root on your partner and give them tips and fun stuff and you're doing it together. That's again, all it is. Again, it's anything that makes co-op possible. Yeah, yeah. No, I agree. I, the more I, ways I you can play... with my friends. <laughs> the more ways you can play the game, that's what I've been preaching for the last several years, is I want more ways to play the game. The In Injustice 2, where you all team up and fight the boss, that was really cool, but... You know, there wasn't a lot of variety there, and it wasn't always available. And eventually, you got to the point where you beat the boss pretty consistently. So if they would have expanded upon that and offered more options and more customization to it and, you know, harder challenges and stuff, I think that could have been really cool as well as a, you know, three-person-against-the-computer type of thing. I think that could be a lot of fun. So there's a lot of potential there in ways to play. I just want to see them, you know, explore it a bit more. But uh, moving on here, so far nobody's come uh, signed up to come on the show, so we'll answer one or two more, and then we can call it good unless anybody joins in or whatever you want to call it, gives us let's the purple penis. Let's say two. I saw Cole edit his messages now. I know he wants us to answer. So. Okay, so Snake Eyes asks, does the meter system need a redesign? Should it be something closer to KI or closer to a Capcom fighter? And does the X-Ray need to be redesi redesigned into a better comeback mechanic? Temp? I... Shep? Yeah, let's go to Temp first. <laughs> yes. Let's go. Let, uh, let, let, let Temp. He's, he's the gameplay guy. Temple's taken. God, that's a really good question. It's a really tough one. I would say X-Rays for sure. The meter system is salvageable, but... X-rays are pretty much irrelevant at really any level of play because if you're playing someone who even remotely knows what they're doing, you need your breaker. So I would say um, X-rays, maybe. I don't know. I've, I would make them... I've beaten you with X-rays. <laughs> yeah, I wholeheartedly disagree <laughs> with this entire notion. My entire sector game revolves around uppercutting your ass so that I can get that X-ray in because feels good, man. That surprise X-ray. <laughs> what I would do, okay, here's what I would do with the X-rays. Keep it the same, right? Three bars a meter, but if you combo into them, they don't scale. They're treated as a level three in any other fighting game ever made. So that's how I would do it. 
Um, yes, moment I just said it in the chat exactly what I said. So that's how I would say X-rays. I mean, if you get rid of combo breakers, the meter system is fine. But with combo breakers, I just feel like See, they diminish the presence my, my of X-rays only... and DX moves. My my only answer to this question, because I think the meter is almost perfect the way it is. I actually want breakers to be easier. Like I want more breakers. <laughs> I, no man, combos. I, you, and I, you and I have I always disagreed about yeah, this. Like, this is why you like injustice and I don't. It's I know. aura is blue, you my like, aura is red. I you get like it. your opponent to have no way to stop you, <laughs> and I, I like to always have a way to be to stop the other guy. I don't I understand what you more sophisticated. are going on about. What are you talking about? Make breakers easier. It's press forward and no, block I mean more while your ass is like, getting beat. No, he wants he wants you to I be able to have I more of them. Yes, more of them. More of them. Like not two bars. Like okay, one bar. Okay, said easier to do. And then no, that's and, not and, what I meant. I meant I meant and then meant and, and then acquire. And then <laughs> Smokeman was like, make X rays harder to do. And I'm like, or, or easier to. do. And I'm like, how hard is it to press two buttons? He said harder. You motherfuckers! He he wants it harder for me. Smokeman, Smokeman wants it harder. (laughs) Everything should be East Howard's general principle. No, but seriously, I the I don't think that there's anything specifically wrong with the meter system. It's 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 hard to really top what Capcom did with Super Turbo back in the day, or not 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 Super Turbo. Like let's say like the Alpha games, three three levels. Yeah, you're you're doing okay. This is it's kind of a mainstay in fighting games, and it's been since like Alpha One. Three levels, a third of it goes to a blocker or a breaker or a counter or alpha counter, whatever the fuck have you. I don't know. Maybe the X-rays themselves could use a bit of like purposes. I don't know, priority or damage. Maybe it wouldn't be a bad idea to them for them to go the Street Fighter Three route or SF Five route now, and maybe have a choice of X-rays. That's a mechanic. I think, I think that a lot of people that, that, able to that is the choose one supers. Thing, like, I, I like X-rays just the way they are, but if there were two X-rays per character and you could like pick which one you want, like in the Street Fighter game with supers, that's why what I would at, want. Why stop at two? Honestly? Well, I, why stop at two is because then you're asking too much of the de- developers, and I'm trying, I'm trying okay, to be fair reasonable. Enough, fair enough. I mean... It is. It, w- it would be nice to have a system that doesn't like, lean quite so heavily on something pre-established. That, I don't want to overwork the guys that can't model a centaur. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Okay, let me add this, though. If we do make x-rays more viable and more prominent, we have to reduce the animation time. They take for... And that goes for injustice as well. Reduce the super time, please. Like... That shit can take forever. Yeah, all really all, all UFGC guys are in such a hurry to have the match <laughs> over so you can start the next one. Maybe I, I am, and maybe I am. I will say this. You apply those fucking standards over to Street Fighter me, boyo, because I don't I don't I don't jibe with this viewpoint when Ryu goes shin, punches the guy in the gut, eats a fucking sandwich, <laughs> takes a taxi downtown, goes to the <laughs> office, fucking types up a movie script. Delivers it to Hollywood, comes back, and then goes sure you can. Okay, this shit's been a problem in no, Street Fighter longer than it's been. Years. So y'all there's, just there's more to there's more to animating than just like like it has to be cinematic, you know? It has to be cool looking. <laughs> you can do this. I agree. You can do well, this. I get that you get bored of seeing the same one over and over again, but it's, it's all the fatalities in microcosm. 
But, you know, there's a balance. Doesn't need to be 2.5 seconds. Doesn't need to be 45 either. And a comfortable middle ground. You know what? The, the casual audience really likes the the x-rays and fatalities. The, the drawn-out animations that you guys just want to get over with so you can hit the <laughs> next button. You motherfuckers don't even want fatalities in Mortal Kombat, so y'all can eat me. Okay? <laughs> I mean, you're right. But... Right in the bleached-up poop shoot. I bet you me. would taste delicious. That's my affair. I'm glad you're the only one that heard that. <laughs> what are you? Are you going on camera with that? Is that why? Why would <laughs> hot singles in your area? Razor inquire now. <laughs> oh, I do see God. though another way to make X-rays much more viable is bring back meterless damage. Uh, they nerfed the damage hard in MKX. You. You basically had to use a bar to get any real damage in MKX. Sometimes just a combo starter took a bar. You wanted to extend the juggle at all. So I would say um, people are going to be less likely to sit on their meter, you know? They'll, I, at least I think they'd be more likely to do x-rays if they knew. That's, that's, supposed, to be, that's supposed to be the meta, though. The Do I want to spend it for this or for that? Yeah, but... I feel like you've already stretched the meta in three different directions once you have the damage, the breaker, and the x-ray. I feel like one of those three has to give. One of them. And, and unfortunately, you know what gave? I, the x-rays. That's what gave. So I don't know. I, Ed, Ed loves to do things in threes. That's his entire design philosophy, going all the way back to three styles in Deadly Alliance. Three variations. He's Everything is threes with him. No, I mean, it makes sense. Um, the number 23. <laughs> it all comes back to 23. Yeah, that movie's not that bad. And I, if it wasn't for the ending, that movie would be okay. But the ending's kind of stupid. All right. Ah. Well, we have Kolbs here who asks, if you could change one plot detail about MK9's and MKX's story, what would it be? For oh, MK9, God. he says... I would not have Melina be created during the game, but have her original story where her and Katana grew up together. It adds to the rivalry. And for MKX, he would have the Revenants come back to life when Quan Chi dies, but still be evil. Oh, boy. I'll I'll try to make this quick. Yeah. Um, MK9, <laughs> I much has been said by me about that game. So I think... If I were to change it, the best way to sum it up in one thing is don't make it a time travel story. There's no Raiden message. Just do a straight retelling of one through three. That's what I would do. And then for X, it would be... It's, it's a little complicated because it's like... My answer is kind of, I don't want Cassie's team to be the main characters. But I don't know what I would do instead. You know? Because it's like that whole story was built specifically for Cassie to be the hero. Who can you replace her with and still make it make sense? So may maybe instead what I should say is uh, take out the Sub-Zero chapter and make Sub-Zero actually important somewhere. <laughs> I like that. that and honestly, he already, he already has the best showing in the game, in my opinion, with the Tea Party. So. Yeah, see, the tea, party, the tea Party is Scorpion's chapter. Like, Sub-Zero needs to chap... Like, you know what? 
I would put Sub Zero's chapter after he shows up to fight Kotal's guys. Okay, that'd be sick. That'd be good. Because then he's actually doing something. Like his chapter being training is stupid. Stupid. <laughs> All right, I think I'm ready. Go uh, for it. Uh, for MK9, uh, I would make it where where Nightwolf instead of dying, he basically uh, unbrainwashes Ermac, so Ermac joins the MK Avengers. So therefore, because Ermac is just the worst in the new games. I hate Ermac so much now. Uh, so that's why I would change about MK9. Salvage Ermac. Um, in MKX, I would make it so uh, Johnny Cage recruits Frost as part of the Teen Titans. And that way, it's not all special forces. You actually have Lin Kuei as some diversity in that group. So that because that, that that team is so bland. It's like special forces character plus special forces character plus special forces character. I know Takeda's supposed to be uh, Shirayu, but it doesn't show. I know that fucking um, Kung Jin, or yeah, whatever his name is, Kung Jin. I know he's supposed to be a Shaolin, but it just it's so overshadowed by the special forces. So get Frost in there. Make Frost one of the five. That would be tight. The Freedom Five. Anything for MK9? Oh. Did you say anything for MK9? Oh yeah, uh, Salvager Mac. Um, oh yeah, you said that. You said that. Okay, <clears throat> go ahead, Chad. Razor's answer about MK9 is technically the right answer. It is the correct answer. It's also a fucking cop out, but it's a cop out that I disagree <laughs> with because because he's basically saying I don't want MK9 to have happened at all, and I can't say that I disagree with him. For one detail, I'm I, change if, every detail. <laughs> if it, that, that's it. And I can't disagree with that because I hated it as much as he did, if not fucking more. But assuming that I had to actually leave the entirety of the story mode intact and change one detail that is not the fact that Raiden time travels ruined everything, that's MK9 story in a nutshell. Oh, Christ. I would just... I'd skip the entire scene where, talk, where, where Raiden and Liu Kang are talking to the Elder Gods... And the Elder Gods are sitting there going, well, the thing about Mortal Kombat, right, is it's not about anything at all. It's a lie. Lol. Because that, that's it. And that, that one fucking scene devalues the entire point of the tournament, which is the cornerstone on which these games stand. You're not going to fucking sit there and insult 20 years of fandom by saying, no. Shao Kahn could have invaded any time he wanted. The Trunks don't stop him this or that. That's just... You know what? While we're at it, why doesn't Mario just take an Uzi and go over to Bowser's head and shoot him in the back of the fucking head? That's... It's not right. The tournaments are there. It's like... Ugh. It's, it bothers me so much. You're undermining the whole point of this fucking organized uh, fighting tournament. It's, it, it bothers me in a way that nothing else does. Not Raiden's stupidity, not Melina's background. There are so many shit things to choose from about MK9. But if I had to choose one thing, I would just remove that entire chapter about them being trolled by the Elder Gods. It's just idiocy just of the highest. MK. So MKX, MKX, trickier. I didn't actually dislike a lot of MKX's story mode. I didn't have too many gripes with the main cast. I suppose I'd make Shinnok more of a omnipresent threat maybe draw a couple more parallels to mk4 it felt like it was trying to like retell mk4 story in some ways but didn't really want to bother i don't know 
it it felt to me like the devs after nine was over went we didn't actually want to go back in time we just want to keep moving forward so when we get to shinnok we're gonna go like okay so we fought shinnok in the past you guys already know that here's the present and also shinnok is involved yeah he just didn't have a lot of a presence you know he just kind of got sealed away and then he just fucked off the story till the end with the villain, you want the sense that the good guys are scared of him. That when they go in there to fight him, they're, like, intimidated and they don't think they can do it. But they're going to try anyway because that's what heroes do. But with Shinnok, it was very much like he's not on camera until the very end. And also, Cassie is a cocky character. Pretty much. I guess I would probably I'd add a chapter or something, you know? MKX, I guess, its biggest fault to me feels like it's a story that starts at chapter two or three. It feels like there's a little bit missing. And I'd add into that. Aside from that, I actually don't get why a lot of people dislike MKX's story. I thought it was really great. But that's just me. I can deal with the new cast. I like the whole I like the whole concept of new generations. When Street Fighter like three just threw everyone out the window in favor of, except for Ryu and Ken, I was like, fuck, I'll deal with this. Give me your weirdos. I so, like I like the idea of new generations. It's just there are so few examples of that kind of character done right that it's actually become a thing where I think people are now just outright rejecting the concept. Like yeah. Soul Calibur Five didn't do it right. People don't like most of Cassie's team. And then you look at like how people are reacting to the current Star Wars movies, and it's like, no, we don't want ray and poe we just want more luke and han and it's like i get that but at a certain point you have to be like okay these guys are like 60 though (laughs) they they have aged in real time they are actual people (laughs) what do you do you know it's it's like this weird catch-22 where it's maybe just like maybe there shouldn't have been a star wars 7 at all all right uh for mk9 I mean, I'm pretty much in agreement with you guys. I don't, nothing really other than that sticks out to me that hasn't been said already. For MKX, I would have liked to see... I mean, there's two things that come to mind. It's not really changing the plot point, so I don't know if this really counts, but I would have liked to have seen Cyrex somewhat included in the Lin Kuei stuff, as minimal as it was in the actual story. I would have liked to have seen him have some impact in the stopping of Sector or... You know, something to do with Sub-Zero at something. He just, like I said, completely forgotten. Um, But if I'm changing an actual plot point in the actual story mode, so I'm not adding anything, I'm just changing, I would change the one that was most disappointing to me personally, and that was Devorah just being a... turned into bad guy 101. I'm turning on you for reason XYZ that's not really that you know, interesting. It's just cliche. She just wants power. So, I, yeah. I, you know, she, they don't actually have a reason for Devorah to turn. So, yeah, I just, fact, it just fact, seemed it's very... Weird, it's weird that Devorah turns out to be on Shinnok's side because in the flashback where she fights Raiden, she says she's atheist. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, she's, I don't know. It just... Honestly, she, I, I maintain, she is there to be Tanya, except the fact that they know that we know that Tanya's a traitor. So they wanted to yeah, surprise like, us, but not really. They put Tanya in the game, and, like, you can't 
do a surprise that was spoiled 20 years ago so they had to have a different traitor <laughs> yeah i don't know and to me that was just like i i thought the character had a lot of potential design wise and it was just the story that really needed to seal the deal and i i didn't think she ended up being that interesting story wise so that would be the only thing i'd really sticks out to me at the moment i'm sure i could come up with something better but to on a personal level that one was the thing that i remember being most disappointed by when i went through story but on that note, we'll wrap this up. So it looks like we're going to have to be doing another couple of uh, Q&A episodes, which is good because, I mean, we don't have, obviously, until MK11 is announced and revealed, which is still, you know, three or four months away. We don't, uh, we don't have anything that's too, you know, time sensitive that we need to cover. So we'll get to these questions and keep chugging away in next episode in a couple weeks. So on that Thank note... You. Killing time. Kill time with us. Yeah, I mean, you guys bring up a lot of good, interesting things to talk about. So I appreciate all the questions. We still have a good 10, 10 or so more that we'll get to, and I'm sure yeah, there'll be I, more I enjoy, added. I enjoy the Q&A. So yeah, I'm Here's sure the questions. Yeah, absolutely. You guys come up with some good stuff. So thanks, everyone, for submitting the questions. And uh, like I said, it doesn't look like we had anybody that wanted to come on the show this time. So we will, you know, all, obviously with the next episode, we can always see if anybody else wants to um, in that regard. Otherwise, like I said, we'll just keep chugging away at the questions and eventually get through them all. And uh, yeah, getting closer and closer to the potential reveal of MK11 down the road. So on that note, thank you for tuning in. If it is your first time tuning in, uh, sorry for the... Uh, the yelling and the constant <laughs> like burying of NRS. Uh, that's not always the case. We, we don't because this we was love. a nice that's this was a nice episode. No, we were no. too bad. No, you are no. being nice here. It shows being... that we care. Uh, I don't know. There's but there's uh, critical and there's hate, and I don't think that we crossed the line from critic into hate very. Often. I mean, I look. I've I've been a little a little rough in my language at certain points like when i said there's no way they can do a create mode and not fuck it up that was that was for humor purposes that was exaggeration that was, well, that's what I'm, it's important to say that we do all of this for entertainment yes we we have certain feelings and opinions that we express but i want everyone to understand that we do so in a way that's more fun and entertaining to you than if we just sit there and milk toast it through the whole way through. So that is important I, to note I, that I it's... frequently say assholeless things just to make myself laugh, and hopefully someone else also laughs. <laughs> this so yes. is probably why we work. We like to just say things just to get reactions out of ourselves <laughs> and each other. So yes, there will be more positive episodes down the line. So if you are new, uh, there are more positive episodes in our past and we will have so going forward. But thank you for tuning in regardless. Hopefully you enjoyed yourself, had some fun, had some laughs. We're all just doing this to have fun and kill time basically until the game is announced. And that's all it is there for you guys is there as a means to have something to listen to, to kill time, make the wait easier until the game's announced and until the game's release was ever born from is just to give some just to give all of you guys something to listen to so that way it helps kill that time in a community to interact with and all that good stuff. So, on that note, hopefully we'll see you guys again. Like I said, we do have the Facebook you can check out. Uh, it's actually a closed group. If you ask to join, we will accept you. It's not the like the Facebook page. We have a closed group, so that's cool. Um, 
If you're listening and you're not from TYM or Test Your Might, definitely go check it out, testyourmite.com. Like I said, if you are interested in getting into competitive play, that is the community you want to be a part of because they'll help you out. Um, So good stuff there. And once again, thank you for at least featuring us on that. And check out the Discord so that way we can interact with you during the show. You can ask questions, come on the show, all of that good stuff. On that note, take care, guys. Adios. Good questions, everybody. Appreciate it. Yeah, if it no, gets, yeah. We appreciate the love. We give the love back along with the hate. If it gets bad enough, we'll put in a positivity disclaimer. <laughs> Obviously, we like things. We're just louder about our dislike because it's amusing. <laughs> I, I, will, I will do endeavor to talk about things I like in the next episode. That's catharsis. You, you gotta... You know that that's one of the best parts about doing the show, in my opinion. Like I'm gonna, a, a lot I'm, of the quest, a lot of the questions were critical things. Like, what would you change about this? You know, yeah, blame the fans. That implies there was something wrong. I, I, <laughs> I blame actually. I blame the questions that were asked. I, 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 that's a smart strategy. I was, I was I like, like no, I like the X-ray meter the way it is. <laughs> I tend to actually get shame the on sense all of you. A lot, shame. Oh, a, a lot of our fan base is uh, actually well, I don't know about I don't fan base, but I get sense a lot of our audience actually kind of shares that occasional bit of critique about the games and don't necessarily see everything that's being absolutely perfect. So if you're, if you feel the same way that we do, kudos to you. Shame on all of you for giving us those questions. Friendship. Friendship. Again?